Welcome back, everyone. This is your host, Ranja, and you're listening to episode 7 of Ranja Season. I know it's been a long-anticipated wait, but we are back. And this episode, I'm going to dedicate to a very special community right now, the farmers that are fighting for their rights against an oppressive bill and all the Punjabis and all the other farmers across India who are fighting for their livelihoods and their needs. I know this has been a huge topic in the media in the Punjabi community as a whole. So today I just want to shed my point of view and my knowledge base around what's happening and how we can make a difference in this world. To start off, why I think this is a really important topic and discussion to talk about is one, most of us are just one generation removed from being in the farms ourselves, our parents, our grandparents. We're involved in the farming community and we most likely have uncles, aunts, and other families that are, are heavily dependent on farming. And even if they aren't farmers themselves, they definitely eat food from what the farmers put into the fields that go onto their plates and forks. So it's not, I wouldn't even say this is even a controversial topic. It is straightforward and simple and I'll lay out all my thoughts. So one of the first issues is many of these farmers are actually small time farmers. Most of them have five acres or less, which causes this huge problem when you look at the economy and economics of scale as a whole. Unfortunately, because they own or inherit five acres or less, most of them do not have the infrastructure, they do not have the capital, and they do not have the ability to build up the economy of scales and be more efficient like the big corporations can or are able to. And this leads to farm farmers taking on money from loan sharks to kind of compete with these big corporations and it steals from these livelihoods. Most of these farmers aren't even farming to get ahead. They're just trying to sustain and feed their families uh, in their current household right now. And so with these families just trying to struggle to put food on the table, you get this bill that was rapidly passed through parliament, which pretty much allows big corporations to buy from the farmers directly. So there's no longer a middleman. In most economic senses, this is a good thing. But the problem arises is there's no minimum balance or minimum amount that farmers will be paid for their crops. Like Think about it this way. In the Western world, we have a minimum wage. In Ontario, it's $15. So all of a sudden, the government passes this bill. There's no longer a need or a law for companies to pay this minimum $15 bill or an hour, sorry. And so what happens is, guess what? Next day when you wake up, your company's not going to be paying you $15. Corporations are in there for the money and the profits for your shareholders and stakeholders. So guess what? Your pay tomorrow is going to be $5. You get up and you rise against that. There's probably a lineup of people who don't have a job right now, especially through COVID. They're willing to take that uh, offer even as much of a low ball it is just so they could put food on the table. And that's what's happening to these farmers. And if you want to talk about economics, guess what? The normal aspect is you higher risk you take, the more reward you are required, which is alpha. And in this sense, guess what? Who's taking who's taking the biggest risk? Let's ask ourselves. It is 100% the farmers. The farmers can plant, they can anticipate a yield, but there's one thing they cannot be sure about or control about, and that's mother nature, which can destroy crops, cause droughts, cause flooding, and is one of the biggest concerns and one of the biggest risks that these farmers take. Yet, the farmer takes all the risk. The farmer is unable to reap the rewards that are rightfully theirs. So now you think, what happens next? Well, it's a huge snowball effect when it comes to the economy and the livelihood for these farmers. Most of these farmers are already over leveraged with banks giving them unfavorable rates. And with the land prices going down, they are unable to refinance their lands. And they turn to loan sharks, which prey on them and are predator style, 
these farmers cannot get the capital they cannot get the resources they not, cannot educate their children they can't get basic necessities and medication that is required because the land prices are falling down so this is not typically this is only about the food this is about the land prices as well which will be affected by the downturn and when this downturn happens it's going to affect the whole economy so don't think that you live in a big city that you won't be affected and that pretty much goes the food that you're eating right now comes from these farmers so it definitely affects the whole entire population and then we hop into the next economic issue price discovery how will price discovery happen when a small-time farmer has to go up against a multi-million dollar corporation to figure out what the proper price is and what i mean by price dis discovery is when a farmer goes to the fields uh, sorry to the corporation they, they think you know corporation to come back and say this stuff is only worth five dollars that's all we're going to pay you that's what the market rate is the farmer has no way of determining what the market rate is that that proper price could have been fifty dollars but they're being scammed out of their own rightful money and unfortunately most of these farmers are living hand to mouth so they'll turn around and unfortunately sell that product right away so that they can have at least some money in their pocket that they can pay tuition can pay for their interest rates on their bank loans and on top of that, corporations now no longer have a deadline of when they have to pay the farmers their money back. They can hold on to that product for months on end without paying the farmer. And guess what? Turn around and say like, we'll pay you 10000 right now if you want to take it or we'll pay you 20000 later. And time value of money states that money now is much better than money after. And unfortunately, being in the situation that these farmers are, they will probably take the money in advance. And unfortunately, I am talking really fast because there is a lot to cover. So if you have to slow down this podcast, please do. And then some of you are probably like, oh, job deals, you know, corporations aren't like that. When was the last time you as a consumer had to fight against a big corporation for the smallest thing to get fixed? I bet you it was not a fun fight. The amount of social media attention you probably had to do, the amount of sales reps you probably had to talk to, the amount of whole time you had to talk to to get an answer from some of these corporations. In a first world country, we're able to have that luxury of that time and the ability to talk to someone but if you're a farmer you gotta attend to your crops you gotta attend to your livestock you do not have the time to fight with these corporations and these farmers will unfortunately have to take the lower bid and the costing with that being said you're probably like you know that's probably it. how much worse can it get well it gets worse with this bill what happened is the markets will now be able to be flooded by produce and product being grown outside of india what that means is these big corporations will buy product out from different nations and bring it and flood their market. So supply and demand, there's going to be so much supply in this in the marketplace and there's a limited demand because what the demand is going to be run by the corporations. There's going to be, let's say, 10 corporations, a thousand farmers with Portis Five Forces. If you ever taken a business like 101, the buyer will have so much power in their hand that they can do and demand any price that they like. And you're probably like, you know what? Production outside in the real world, that's how it works. The production should go to the cheapest element. The problem with that concept is we have to look in our own marketplace right here in Canada and the United States. The amount of subsidies that dairy farmers get, the agricultural community gets here, is the reason most of these farms are able to stay afloat and can compete on open market prices. If the government wants to do this, they must support the farmers with a minimum balance and a minimum amount that they must contribute otherwise the markets will get flooded and these farmers will continue unfortunately to kill themselves and commit suicide because of the loans because of the struggle because of the amount of pressure that's put on by these big corporations and now the topic turns on to politicians if you know me or know anything about politics i personally you know 
my two cents are probably saved somewhere else. It's probably better. My problem with politicians, especially in Punjab, is this. When it comes to normal rallies, they got 25 police cars in front of them, 25 police cars behind them, and they're ripping down the street with no regard for ambulances or public service or or the poor, unfortunately. And they'll come and they'll ask for your votes. No issue, no problem. But when it comes to issues like this, where the central government is blocking their pathway to get to Delhi to protest. When barricades are set up against their own citizens, what are these politicians doing? Uh, they'll say that they want their votes to be heard and that's why they're going to parliament so their voice can be heard. But when their voices are needed, what are they doing? They're resigning. They're resigning. So what is the point of putting them into the political parties and into parliament? What is the point? So all I can say is the next election round, please be aware of who you're voting for and what action that they took to fight this. Now, you're probably saying, Jopdil, what is the solution to this? The solution is we have to stick for the farmers. And for this bill not to be passed, or if it is passed, to be retrofitted and um, set back to a standard where, one, farmers are paid a minimum. And not even this for basic livelihood. They should be provided a living of standard that is above basic handouts. I'm not saying that they're poor farmers. I'm saying they're poor not because of their economic status, but because nobody is there to stand and fight for their rights when they require them. They will turn to farmers. They'll put stickers on their cars saying farmers feed cities. But when it really matters, when they're really needed for their support, everybody turns their back. And for the ones that are fighting out there right now, trying to make a political statement, I say this. Keep on fighting. Do not stop. We're here. We're here to support you. And if there's any solutions that you have, please leave them in the comment section. That way we can have an open discussion. A thousand minds are better than one. It's just me here rambling on. The only solution, unfortunately, right now that I can think of is if this bill stays, farmers can keep on protesting. But the second action they'll have to do is they'll have to create coalitions of selling produce and product as a cooperative. They won't be able to single-handedly fight these big corporations. They will have to combine farms, 50 to 100 farmers together, to be able to have some leverage, some fighting power against these corporations. And I like top of mind, as I speak about that, I say that I can see the loopholes. They will be interfighting over yield. They'll be interfighting over quality of product that can people mix and match it together. There will be issues with this solution as well. That's why we need to come up with a solution that works and fits for these farmers. I remember something else. Government should subsidize payments for for the lands so that farmers do not have to go for loan sharks or f fall under these traps, which trap them for the rest of their life, where they turn to usage of excess pesticide, where the usage of water uh, aquifers are getting destroyed because of the amount of pressure that's put on these farmers to pay back these loans. There has to be some sort of national loan that's provided to these farmers that they can actually pay back in a timely fashion that isn't aggressive and cause these farmers to, to commit suicide, unfortunately. That being said, my final thoughts are this. Remember that we all eat from what the farmers grow, what grows in the field. We are responsible for their livelihoods as just as much as they are for us. We have to fight for the farmers' rights. We need to make sure that we put our, ourselves in the farmers' shoes understand their social economic political stance and why they're doing what they're doing that being said look forward to episode eight uh like comment subscribe share if you understood or you like this topic this idea of understanding everything and i'll meet you next episode bye everyone i'm out